Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Well, he got run out, like he said to me. That's the way he paraphrased me. He said, you know, I got run out of my hometown. You know, if anybody wants to make good, they won't make good in their hometown. I mean, if you're going to get run out of anywhere, you wouldn't want to get run out of your hometown. Now, why didn't they get healed there like they did elsewhere? They didn't accept it. Are you, are you following me? They didn't, you know, believe. They didn't accept what he said. And so he could there do no mighty work. He marveled at their unbelief. The scripture said so. You're listening to Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan. In a moment, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his life-changing message, The Healing Anointing, Volume 2. Also, Ken and Lynette will return after today's teaching to give you details about this month's special radio offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan. I remember something that we refer to frequently that Jesus said to me when he appeared to me in that first vision in 1950, September the 2nd, Rockwall, Texas. And after he had laid the finger of his right hand upon each one of my hands, and they began to burn just like I was holding a coal of fire in them. And then he said, kneel down before me, and I knelt before me, and he laid his hand on my head, and he said, I've called thee and have anointed thee, and have given unto thee a special anointing to minister to the sick. Then he said, stand upright on thy feet, and I stood up, and he said, you know, you understand, of course, this isn't the only way to minister to the sick. And we talked about different ways of ministering and how I had ministered different ways in the past. But yet he said, this is the primary way that you are to minister. Now, he said, uh, however, this anointing will not work. So we want to get it to not work, but to work, <laughs> don't we? This anointing will not work unless you tell the people exactly what I've told you. Tell them that you saw me. Tell them I spoke to you. Tell them I laid the finger of my right hand upon each one of your hands. Tell them the healing anointing is in your hands. Tell them that I told you to tell them if they'll believe that. Then that power will flow from your hands into their bodies, will drive out their sickness or their disease, or will effect a healing or a cure in them. Now then, here he said something to me that was absolutely foreign to my thinking. You know, and upended some of my theology. <laughs> A lot of times we need our theology upended. Sometimes it's thrown away. <laughs> because, you see, we've built up what I call religious air castles. You see, because I'd heard preach among the Baptists first, then even among the Pentecostals, that, uh, you know, Jesus just went about everywhere he went. You know, I got the impression he just healed everybody, everybody, under all circumstances and anywhere, you know, to prove his divinity or to prove his deity. I didn't understand how the healing anointing worked, you see. And so Jesus said to me, now, the reason that I want you to tell it is so that folks can believe it and have faith. He said, you see, if they don't believe, then they'll not receive. He said, you see, under my own ministry... Those that did not receive the teaching and the preaching did not receive the healing. I thought, you know, up till then, up till then, I'll be honest with you, up till then, I just thought they got healed anyhow. Man, I'd heard people say, and I'd even said it myself, you know, I boy, one thing about it, if you'd been there in Jesus here, you'd have got healed. But they didn't. Not in Nazareth, they didn't, did they? 
Then he said to me, and like I said, it came as real revelation to me. I mean, it just, it just, you know, floored me, as we say, you know. And then, of course, as you examine the scripture, you knew it was right then. And, and I wouldn't accept a vision or anything else if it didn't line up with this book. Amen. Don't care if Jesus is standing there talking to him. I still wouldn't accept it if it didn't line up with this book. And so Jesus said to me, he said, you see, I did not minister. Of course, he's answered my question because really that's the way I thought. You know, he might as well have said the way you think I did. But instead of saying that, he's nice about it. He said, I did not minister the way most people think I did or the church thinks I did. You know, the church in general. He said, you see, if I had ministered like most people thought I did, he's talking about ministering healing, you understand. Then he said, there in Nazareth, instead of getting run out of town, I would have got some of the doctors together. He said to me, you see, they did have doctors in. Luke was a physician, wasn't he? And I'd have said to them, now you get, uh, you get five or six blind people, we'll have these doctors to certify they're blind. You get five or six deaf and dumb people, we'll have these doctors to certify they're deaf and dumb. You get f several leprous people, and we'll have the doctors, you know, to examine, certify they, they have leprosy. You get several paralyzed, totally paralyzed people, you see, bedfast, and we'll have the doctors to examine, certify that they're paralyzed, and I'll just prove to you who I am. I'll just heal them all right here in front of you. But he said, instead of doing that, I got run out of town. He did, didn't he? You go on reading that fourth chapter of Luke, see? No, he said, I didn't minister that way. He said, read the fourth chapter of Luke, and you'll find out exactly how I ministered. The first thing I always did when I went into the synagogue or into a city, whether it's out in the open or in the synagogue, evidently, but he said, first thing I did was I always preached the same sermon, took the same text, preached the same sermon. Somebody said, are you sure? Well, he said he did. I mean, do you know that he didn't? <laughs> we do know that's the first sermon he preached in Nazareth, don't we? I said, don't we? Yes. Bible said so. Amen. Well, he said, I always, the first service, took the same text, preached identically the same sermon. I always read from Isaiah. He couldn't read from the New Testament. They didn't have one then. If you took a text at all, it had to be from the Old Testament, wouldn't it? He was a preacher and a teacher, wasn't he? What would he preach from and teach from? Sears and Roebuck catalog? No, it wasn't in existence either. <laughs> no, he always took my text from Isaiah. And I always read to them, see? The Spirit of the Lord's upon me because he's anointed me. And so on. And then I would say, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Now he said, those that would believe it. See, that's what those people heard that came to hear. That's what those people that said when they had knowledge of him, that's the knowledge they gained of him. Then they brought the disease. They didn't run him out of town. They went around gathering up all the diseased people and they sought to touch the hem of his garment and his men touched him were healed, every single one. Amen. The multitude didn't dispense with him. Blessed be God, they came and were healed. But there in his hometown of Nazareth, they began to say, now from whence is this fellow these things? Well, now, aren't his brothers and sisters here with us? Isn't this the son of Joseph? From whence is this man these things? 
Now, you go on reading that fourth chapter of Luke's gospel, and you can see right readily that they certainly did not accept him, even though the Bible does, Mark does say that a few, a few did receive healing by laying on a hand. Notice that 28th verse. And all of they in the synagogue, that's that crowd he's preaching to now. When they heard these things were filled with faith. <laughs> they could have been. I said they could have been. I said they could have been. All of they in the synagogue when they heard these things were filled with wrath. They got mad about it. Religious people get mad about things because you don't agree with them. Because it's different than what we believe. But spirit-filled people have a teachable spirit. Are you listening to me? Amen. Now, and all they in the synagogue, verse 28, when they heard these things, that's the things that we just got through. Well, we read part of them, told you about part of them. Filled with wrath and rose up and thrust him out of the city and led him unto the brow of the hill whereon their city was built. You ever been over there and been to Nazareth? You know exactly what he's talking about. That they might cast him down headlong. But he passing through the midst of them went his way, and he came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath days. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. Well, he got run out. Like he said to me, that's the way he paraphrases me. He said, you know, I got run out of my hometown. You know, if anybody wants to make good, they won't make good in their hometown. I mean, if you're going to get run out of anywhere, you wouldn't want to get run out of your hometown. Now, why didn't they get healed there like they did elsewhere? They didn't accept it. Are you, are you following me? They didn't, you know, believe. They didn't accept what he said. And so he could there do no mighty work. He marveled at their unbelief. The scripture said so. But now then, you see, Jesus then, you see why he said to me, this anointing that you're anointed with will not work. It won't work. But we want it to work. <laughs> Amen. It will not work unless you tell the people. That's the reason if I'm going to minister with the anointing, you understand I can minister anytime in faith, lay hands on people by faith. The Bible already tells me to do that. I used to do that as a Baptist pastor, you see. But if I'm going to minister with the anointing, then, then I have to do what he said do. It won't work. It won't work. It will not work unless you tell the people exactly what I've told you. Tell them you saw me. Tell them I spoke to you. Tell them I appeared to you. Tell them I laid the finger of my right hand upon each one of your hands. Tell them the healing anointing's in your hands. Well, somebody said, I'm going to try that out and see if that works. Well, it won't. He said, tell them that I told you to tell them if they'll believe it. Can you see the same principle? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. A, a tremendous offer, I think. And this is really good for the, we're coming over in the first year and it's yes. devotional. It is a daily devotional starting with January 1, going through 
December 31, mm -hmm. and it's called Health Food for Devotion, a daily guide to spiritual nourishment. And what it is, uh, they, Dad was, had, in October 1979, Dad started what we call healing school here on the campus, and they have taken uh, bits and pieces from messages mm -hmm. and put them into devotionals, one for each day, and we call it health food for yes. devotions. And, uh, you know, uh, people have, uh, they take their medicine every day. They take their vitamins every day. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, this is your medicine That's from the Word right. of God. That's hey, right. it's, it's a special book. And I, it would be a great Christmas present to give to people. Yeah, it would. It would be a great Christmas present. Mm -hmm. And it's normally $15.95, but you can get it during this special offer for $12.75. Now, you can go and, and go right now and go yes. online and order it. That's right. Or you can call and order it. Yes. But uh, the best way to get it is to go online. Quickly, and yes. Order. Quickly, yeah, you'll get it quickly. To order, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. 1-888-FAITH-99. Ask the operator for Kenneth E. Hagen's book, Health Food Devotions, for a discounted price of $12.75. That number again is toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. 1-888-FAITH-99. Order online by December 19th and have your product in time for Christmas. If you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. We always love to hear from our listeners, and there are resources to help with finances, marriage, and work. So write in or email us. Become a part of Rama for Today. Don't forget to call 1-888-FAITH-99 to get Kenneth E. Hagen's book, Health Food Devotions, for $12.75. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue to bring you the very best of Kenneth E. Hagen. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.